Start, start listening, listening now. Listening now. That's right. It's time to talk about Fuego. So we have an entire Fuego-themed structure to the show this week. Low-key intro, then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, banger chorus, dance break, a second even, even crazier chorus, second even crazier dance break, and then we crescendo into the throwdown. So Derek, I need you to start limbering up. I need you to put your ankle above your head. And welcome to another Limber episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision Song Contest podcast from America, the country that's got all of the the, the stuff and things. I'm Eric. I'm Derek. I'm Samantha. And I'm Danny. It's already a very sober episode of 12 Points from America. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, it was, it was such a tone that I was really tempted to just go, and I'm Michael Barbaro. <laughs> and this is the Daily. <laughs> This is all things considered. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is mostly Fuego. Oh, we're getting into the Fuegosity this week. I'm I'm excited. We're going to talk about one song. But before we do, Sam, hit him with our one socials. Socials. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're on more than one of them. Uh, sometimes we what? just oh, this is wrong. Sorry. Yeah, I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Uh, well, stop signing us up for social media. Um, no, no. Okay, fine. Uh, well, you can find us on basically all the standard ones, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, TikTok, threads, blue sky, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, just look us up one, two points USA. Just email us directly at 12 points from America at gmail.com. If you want to get in touch with us directly, uh, check out our merchandise over on our Redbubble page, or you can support us directly with a monthly contribution over on Patreon. Uh, whether you support us financially or not, we love you either way. We appreciate you. We are thankful and grateful to all of you. Uh, but Patreon supporters do get exclusive content and early access to episodes. You might be listening to us right now via our friends over at Switch Radio Europe calling. If you are, fantastic. If not, check them out. They're great. Ah, So this is our first time actually gathering since the new year. Yeah, and? Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah, that, yeah. I suppose that's what normal people say to each other. Yes, happy you near. Oh, crap. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, I guess we, we kind of ended the year with a sort of traditional Eurovision celebration. Uh, and that was listening to and, and remarking on the ESC 250, uh, which I kind of bounced in and out of just because I was doing some other stuff. But, mm -hmm. uh, Eric, you seem to have kept a little bit closer tabs on the, uh, on the activities of the, of the annual countdown. Uh, what can you tell us? What? It was fine. No, no huge surprise. Cha 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 did end up winning, which which makes sense. And I I gotta say I I had been kind of disillusioned by the by the ESC two fifty thing because of the split. But basically, songfestival.be had had partnered with e, uh, ESC Radio, and they were the the dream team for this thing for so long. And then it seemed to have something to do with the fact that that. Sloma won for 2022 and and there was some some controversy over like whether the voting was fair and you know you know what happens they ended up splitting and they ended up each doing their own 250 what yeah so like i i was just sort of disillusioned in that it seemed like like, I don't know which one of these are going to be followed. Is there going to be sort of, is, is this just going to kind of devalue the whole thing? 
But as it turns out, it seems like the song festival dot be one was got picked up by a different, I think French Eurovision yeah, radio. Yeah, EFR twelve. Yeah, EFR that's right. Yeah, and that was the one. That's the only one I've heard even anything at all about. It's it seems like there was a consensus that that they were the ones who really were behind this and all of the fandom got behind them and i kind of appreciate that uh, i have nothing against esc radio necessarily but i i like that we all focused on one of the countdowns uh and it makes me wish we had tweeted more about trying to get we'll, we'll maybe do it again next year but trying to get get votes in for our pal ugusavis day <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> failure, is, failure to uh, to make that yeah. camp campaign really really pop off, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it looks like there was a pretty handy victory uh, for Caria this year uh, with twenty two thousand four hundred and forty points. Uh, second place was Tattoo uh, with nineteen thousand four hundred and forty six points. Uh, mm. Third place was Euphoria with. 17,986. So it's, it's worst finish ever. It's worst finish ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very, very close between third and fourth, which was slow mo. Uh, so, like uh, I said, Euphoria had 17,986. Slow mo had 17,913. <gasps> wow. So that's, and, that's just a handful of people. That, that would trigger yeah. an automatic recount in Florida. And, and actually, oh, don't even. <laughs> And actually, Slomo did have more 12 points than either Euphoria or Lurian. Oh, you don't. It had 841 top scores. Tattoo had 765. Euphoria had 457. Caria, however, had 991 top scores. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a massive hit with the televote in Liverpool. So that yeah, I mean, this this makes sense. Yeah, and it's a this massive drop sense. off from from Chanel and Slomo to fifth place, which is Cornelia Jacobs. Hold me closer. So, like I said, Chanel had almost eighteen thousand points. Cornelia had uh, ninety nine hundred. Wow, so I'm, uh, I'm impressed that Hold Me Closer has. Uh, I mean, I, I hold on. I'm, uh, <laughs> they they haven't held it quite as close, but but that <laughs> that they're that that has had i know it's only been a year but i i that was one where i thought that the drop off would be bigger and i like nothing against it but it just seemed like top 5 still is yeah. is uh is pretty cool biggest uh most notable jump that i felt we had uh, and feel free to read into this whichever way you like i guess is uh hotwood munsigra jumped into like the top 15 where it uh-huh. hadn't been in a very long time uh, seems very relevant was, yeah. I'll leave it at that. Hey, you know who yeah. else was in the top 15? Mm-hmm. Joke around. Slovenia? Yes. Yes. All the way to 11. It's incredible. I think some of it is 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 uh, a lot to do with Karia fans mm-hmm. sort of uh, being mm-hmm. very friendly to joke around too, like because they're best bros in real life now. So to, as opposed to Eurovision, which is mm-hmm. not real life. Watching Twilight. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I'm uh, very, very pleased to see them at 11. Like... There, for for a song that, by its position on the uh, you know Eurovision twenty twenty three finals chart, seems to be destined to be forgotten. Extremely glad to see this very worthy song at eleven. It should be noticed mm. that they uh, did come in sixth place with the number of twelve points. Uh, uh, yeah, they ended up with uh, one hundred and fifty eight, just above Monoskin 
uh, and they're 12 points with above Monoskin, above Monoskin, above Goa. Uh, yeah. Uh, how how heartwarming is it, by the way, that Goa has just locked like locked in as, as a yeah. as a top 10 stable of this thing, and also just like as as the Eurovision legends that they are, like just mm. just consistent. They've been everywhere. They've done all the things and and and. Oh, yeah, the that's best. the thing that I'm most impressed at is that Goe isn't just there in terms of fan recognition, but Goe continues to be a part of the Eurovision legacy community. Like they keep popping up. They're still completely willing to do fun things. Uh, you do not see that from even a lot of very well performing artists. I'm really glad to see that they're totally game. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like. The Eurovision fandom has a long memory. And if you mm -hmm. play the game and you do relatively well, you will be welcome at these events. You know, if you wanted mm -hmm. to perform at the Eurovision cruise and your schedule allows it, like fans will show up for you if you show up for them. Yeah. The cruise. So where, uh, remind me, we're, we're going to mention a couple other things here, but, but uh, on, uh, our main topic for today is Fuego. Where did Fuego end up? Fuego ended up, uh, it looks like, because I re I reordered things here. So uh, yeah, Fu <laughs> yeah. Fuego ended up in eighth place, uh, eighth, down eighth. from fourth place last year. But there oh. were a lot of, you know, a couple a lot of, of new stuff and some re rejiggering yeah. and, and all of that. Um, uh, only 99 first place, uh, first oh, place points. Slackers. Um, as, yeah. as is the case, as was the case at, at Eurovision itself, I imagine... There was a lot of unification behind Cha Cha Cha, yeah, to mm -hmm. to try and push it over the top. So, congrats, uh, congrats to Karia and uh, for I, finally getting there. I, I just have to sort say, of. also props to Sudden Lights from Latvia, making it to thirty yeah? first place. That's whoa, thirty first place. Yeah, that's, that's how you know a lot of the people who pay close attention to the contest really understand what uh what public opinion did to them yeah. as a whole yeah. they came really close they did they, they came closer than i thought they would uh, uh re re really glad to see that one get some love too yeah. mm -hmm. anyway if you want to dig into some of these results as well they have a really nice breakdown of you know how many points every individual song that received any points got so this is literally let me scroll all the way down here all the way down, scrolly, scrolly, scrolly. <laughs> yeah, so Play the scrolling if music. you want to see all 1,536 songs that got points and see where they got their points, go to songfestival.be um, slash top 250. You, you got all the details there. For for stats nerds like us, it's it's a fun little fun little read. By the way, the the other the other top 250 mm -hmm. tattoo one. Of course. Sure. Yeah. Sure. It, it was really close. Um, 38,279 <laughs> 38, points to 37,993 points. Super, super close. Euphoria third. Fire More was fourth over there. Uh, the, the rest of the top 10 looks very similar. Uh, yeah. Hold Me Closer was fifth again. And then you got Arcade, Slow Mo, Fuego, eighth, Shum, Zitia Buoni, uh, and a lot, of the, a lot of the usual suspects right there towards. Uh, towards the top. Sada Nielsen's Undo made the top 20 there, which is kind of hmm. interesting. Um, One last thing is on the 
on the quote-unquote official ESC 250, is a song mm. like Faru Mare actually allowed? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it oh, is. because it didn't get to compete? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I think they were... 13th, 13th yeah, place. Yeah, I think there were 10 songs from the contest that wasn't, uh, that, that made this contest. So, no, we... we we love 2020 just as much as we would have if it right. was real. I would have just narrowly missed it because Eric was <laughs> Eric sent me like a message at number 15 and he was like, Danny, I just want you to know uh, Carpe Diem has yet to appear on the ESC 250. And I was like, oh, I better tune in. I wonder if it'll do very well. And then as soon as I tuned in, I heard them playing at number 11. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So, so just missed fire yeah. High, highest finishing song from the contest itself that didn't appear on this countdown at all was heart of steel uh finished sixth oh. overall did not make the 250 which uh, is i can a, try a to see where it surprising. ended up yeah i bet it was close uh that's a, re that's a really good song 401st wow oh, where did the lucky one finish uh, the lucky one, seven hundred and ninety seconds. Oh, okay. Now, next year, What's next year is his year. <laughs> yep, he got it's fifty points overall. Voting. Fifty points overall. Oh, buddy. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's move on. <laughs> let's we've, talk we've about got... a couple other things. Can we talk about? Can we talk about Kaino? <laughs> Yeah, why don't we? Song. <laughs> why don't we? Why don't we do that? So yeah, we, we've got the songs for MGP, and it starts in like a week. Uh -huh. uh, it's it'll be yeah, January like, January thirteenth will be semifinal yeah, one. Yep. Yeah. If you're listening to this on release day, it's about to happen. Get ready. Prepare yourselves. Mm -hmm. Weird selection from Norway this year. We we we've got a lot of uh, we've got a lot of just sort of like the the part of my turn a phrase here euro trash uh <laughs> just like those those <laughs> sort of euro bangers uh we've got uh some metal a, a good amount of metal influence which i think is uh is pretty cool got a couple of ballads and like acoustic -y things uh but the real talk of the town is that uh kano's back with a song whose name i forgot to internalize Dumb oh, it's like Dama Dudubi. Dum, dum yeah. Whatever Dum Digada. That's it. This is this is not, this is not uh, gonna be a hot take in this group, but it might be uh for you listening at home. I'm just gonna say it's not good. It's not you know the hour. I it reminds I feel me like... of if somebody did a house remix of uh Congratulations by Sylvia Knight. That's what this <laughs> sounds like. Uh. It is it is it's, so. I just find it not an effort. <laughs> if I find it obnoxious, it yeah, just, it, the, two, the the notes are too high, the beats too fast. It just it. They can do so much better. They have done so much better. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I obviously. mean, I I'm always happy to see a friendly face, and like we said before, just just now, Eurovision fans have long memories. They they love the familiar. They love the people who love them back. And Kaino certainly has embraced the fan community. As I much saw him in Liverpool. Yeah, it they're great. Awesome. They yeah. are great individual human beings, and they're they're wonderful folks. This is not their finest entry. I would rather and, and, I would rather uh, look at another entry that is yes, a, a potential returning act, and that is Margaret Berger, who delicious Margaret was, Berger. Yeah, who who represented 
Norway the last time that we were in Malmo, so back in 2013, with a dress that I am still absolutely drooling over. <laughs> oh. Oh my God, this this white bodycon number with long sleeves and a silver act. Oh, it was gorgeous. My God. Um, a look. It was a look. But I, yeah, I feed you my love, which was stunning and still one of my favorites. Another returning act that we're going to see, uh, even though not as their name, um, one half of the group Dolly Deluxe, who represented Nori back in 1984, we're talking here. So quite a while ago. She is back uh, with uh, a, a completely different style. She's delved into opera over the years and all sorts of stuff. And this time she is, uh, I think, Waltz of Death is the name of her song. Uh, she's one Whoa. half of the yeah, one half of the group Mistra. So she's gone from pop to opera to this pop like, slash opera slash metal waltz of death thing. Like yeah, like kind of that, that art pop thing that you see in in a lot of the contests. Yeah. So I mean, good honor for having such a sustained career. I mean, like I said, Dolly Deluxe was 1984 with Lengali uh, the Leave It. Just try to say that five times fast. Um, <laughs> This this song is is uh, is really something. <laughs> I don't think we've ever heard anything quite like it at any level of Eurovision or pre Eurovision competition. Uh, it Waltz of Death is a good title for it. Yeah, which is a fun thing to say about a song. Uh, there's yeah, I I worry that Kano is just going to glide through on like recognition alone because again I just don't really like uh, the they song. didn't last time. You know, well, mm, like well, they, they, they ran into a last big, time. They ran into a big old wall of ticks, and I don't think there's anything quite Ew. like that. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I don't gross. think there's anything I don't know like what, that. I don't know what is grosser: a wall of ticks or a wall of the actual small arachnids. Like deer ticks. That's worse. <laughs> That's definitely worse. Okay. Okay. All Moving right. on. One's a blood-sucking parasite that spreads disease, and the other is an arachnid. Yeah. <laughs> I got him. Yeah, perfect. Nailed it. Oh. So obvious, guys. Come on. Yeah. So, so yeah, like we said, their their first semifinal is going to be this upcoming weekend as we're recording. So by the time you're listening, it's you know either tomorrow or just happening right now. So mm -hmm. January thirteenth, uh, there will be four semifinals, three semifinals in total, eighteen songs. All the songs have been released. Go and listen to them. Let us know what you think. What do you like? Uh, okay, and then we hop over to Croatia, who've released their list. Uh, 24 songs uh, are have been released into the universe, uh, including, like we've mentioned before, returns from um, Damir Kedjo and Let Three, even though there might be an asterisk on Let Three. Mm -hmm. Is somebody missing? No, they're saying it's not them. But... Uh, the, isn't that so three, a thing so... that they do? Isn't this exactly what they would do? Is this like Hurricane? <laughs> they had to form a new uh, Yeah, noted, noted boy band from Croatia, Let Three. Mm -hmm. You see, I'm I'm wondering if, if it's it more is? of a philosophical thing. Like if they're if they've removed the corks from their nether regions, is mm -hmm. it like a ship of Theseus thing? Like, is it is it still them? Oh, these are not the corks that they have always had. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Is it? What it's is not that? This implies that if four surviving. new dudes show up with the same corks in their butts, I don't want to think about the same. 
pass the cork to the new generation and let three. Cool. No, don't pass it. Just keep it where it is. Oh God. Check your Moving on, Royal Caribbean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I, I think I need more caffeine. I think I'm slowly oh, going crazy. I it's help. Yes, right. change the subject. Yes, Rick yes. is now a Royal. sponsor of the Eurovision Song Contest because I totally had that on my bingo card. Hooray! Just uh I'm just gonna ask, uh, does this matter? I mean Are I, we I... gonna get free boats in the press room? Nice. <laughs> You can't afford it. Uh, Are we going to get a a, a bunch of boat themed songs this year? (laughs) Boat, boat, boat. Is Royal Caribbean going to be doing the the Eurovision cruise now? Is that what's that's what we'll be have happening? Could we get Scooch to come back and do a song about boats this time? (laughs) (laughs) Ali Alexander featuring Scooch. Oh God, no. Look, do you think it was Moroccan oil is why we had a lot of hairography back in 2019? You know, is that why we no. had a hurricane in 2021? <laughs> no, <laughs> I think there's a different reason we had hairography and we'll be getting to it. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I like... not going to do it. I mean, what are we, what are we going to do? What are we, what's going to happen? Absolutely nothing. It's just a sponsor change. Yeah. It's, it's a sponsorship. Like, I'm, I mean, luckily the, the, we don't have a red carpet during the opening ceremony. We do have a blue carpet, which is Moroccan mm-hmm. oil's color. But it, I mean, luckily, it flows in well with Royal Caribbean. Royal Caribbean, um, that would work fine. Yeah, totally. I mean, despite its name, they do have cruises all over the world. They do stop in in Copenhagen and in Stockholm and other places. So it's not like it's completely out of left field. It was somewhat amusing to see the more rabid members of parts of the fandom going absolutely nuts, thinking that Cuba was going to to debut what? <laughs> yeah right yeah, it would be well, like aruba the, 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 there was Which a teaser of this <laughs> that was like caribbean is joining and it was in the same font as as the the other ones so uh like, that's that's kind of a kind of a d move eurovision i i like okay fine you're having fun with this but it like I, we know how certain members of the fandom will take the the mere suggestion of something like that. I mean, I yeah, I that's true. No, I I I think I kind of saw through it pretty quickly that it was going to be either some sort of sponsorship or some sort of yeah. theme aspect of it. Had to be. But or or maybe announcing a pan Caribbean Eurovision offshoot is being developed maybe. or something like that, which fun. would be great. It, Look, it would, but they, they've got to they've got to stop announcing these until the ones they announce happen. Actually, happen, yeah. Because uh, yeah. there was like a, what we had an Asia. We've had Asia ones like four times. There was going to be like a Canada one, and mm-hmm. and a, there there was going to be a Latin American one actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and none of those happened. Um, the one they announced that did happen was the American one, and we know what happened there. So. Uh, uh, <sighs> Such a missed opportunity. Yeah. Listen, I'm just I'm just marking time until we get to Arctic Song Contest again. Those, oh, were, those so were the good. wonderful weirdos this year. Absolutely mm-hmm. love that stuff. It was yes. so... yeah. Go check out our episode on Pan Arctic Vision. Uh it was wonderful in in every imaginable way. Also, Sam, and, me and imagining also, you me imagining oh. uh, a Eurovision announcing its theme via a post like that is it's it's giving me big like uh <laughs> High school student council announcing enchantment under the sea theme for prom. Like that, uh, that's what it seems like. Ooh, we're gonna go to Eurovision. There's gonna be fish hanging from the walls. 
As long as they don't take away my sweet, sweet Bailey sponsorship, I don't oh care. My God. <laughs> it, it should be noted, though, that with Royal Caribbean joining that sort of list of sponsors, uh, there was one sponsor from last year that is missing from the roster, and that is TikTok. Is? Oh, darn. Oh. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> big, big ESC win. Huge win. Oh yeah, 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 totally. But it's it's going to be interesting to see how you know how the the communication side kind of pivots a little bit because of the previous relationship with TikTok. Are they going to be opening uh, opening footage up to other social media sites? Because I mean, previously TikTok Ooh. had more of an exclusivity to it. That that's a good point. They really leaned hard into putting as much as they could on TikTok. The, the and increasingly so the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, so if assuming that stops, I wonder if that's a good sign or if that's like an even worse sign. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, I mean, we'll find out. they might still use TikTok as a social media outlet, certainly, because it is a it is a big thing that exists and that people do respond to. But with losing or ending the sponsorship, we don't know if it was lost or if there was what the behind the scenes was. We just know what we see on these on these lists. Um, it'll be interesting to see what pivots and what changes come with with their uh communication strategy over the over the next year or so mm -hmm. just something to keep an eye on anyway by the time that you are hearing this show uh we will have more information about what's going on in san marino there are some live auditions uh, auditions happening there uh song reveals are going to be starting in ireland and finland sort of day by day over the next week uh ukraine will be releasing their songs we already had the sort of songs in the long list for their online selection, but I think we're getting the rest of these songs uh, this upcoming weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, the always wonderful, always interesting auditions in Moldova yeah. uh, are going to be coming up soon. So good luck. Uh, and like I said, first semifinals coming up in Norway on January 13th, as well as Lithuania. Uh, they're not calling it Panda Bomb anymore, but it will always be Panda Bomb to us. Aw, what is it now? Is it just is it just like every other country where it's, it's just Panda the song contest? Panda yeah, it, it's just going to be called Eurovisia.lt. All right, do we want to dive into our topic then? It's time yeah, to drop let's, the Oh, yeah. It, so the, I was I was not here the last time that you three did a deep dive into a single single song and look at its history and its place in the whole Eurovision yeah, get out of here. It's ecosystem. Permanent. Yeah. Yes. I, I was not here for that, but you guys seem to have a really good time with it. So you've decided to delve into the pool mm -hmm. again and fish out another a, a watershed song, I guess you could say. And Eric, you nominated Fuego. I did nominated Fuego. It's such an interesting one to me for, for a number of reasons. It it has staying power of a non-winning song like very few things in the past have cha 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 is probably giving that a run it in the process of giving that a run for its money but it's it's also just a very very good song and i think that's important but yeah it's it it, it has a history like no other like the masters on cbs can we say that <laughs> we already talked about michael barbaro and this is the daily well, fair um, enough so let's let's just start from the beginning fuego was uh, from 2018, mm -hmm. it was from Cyprus. Yes, mm -hmm. it was by Eleni Ferreira. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that's the basics. Uh, if we dive a little deeper, we find it was written by uh, Axel F. I believe. Oh wait. <laughs> 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 
Alex P. Uh, and I can see why he goes by that, uh, because his full name is Alexander Papa. Oh, yes, yes, one of the good yeah. Greek names, yes, yeah, one of Papa those. Constantino. Yeah, uh, is he associated with the sort of what are the what seems to be the the panic records machine that was behind a lot of the Cypriot uh, Cypriot entries? Uh, I don't know if he specifically works with panic records or his songs just tend to get picked up by panic records but yeah 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 he's he is also i will note uh I, he's certainly greek he wasn't born in greece danny take a guess as to where he was born oh geez uh is it i mean is it is it cyprus at last no 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 okay no. uh no. with a name is it america no no he was born in sweden Swift to, uh, uh, how does this keep happening yeah, I don't know. Just does. people move. Yeah, All right. um, <laughs> people aren't allowed to. Sam, come on. Yeah, so Alex P has a, a hell of a, a a resume when it comes to Eurovision songs. Um, mm. So prior to Fuego, uh, he first dipped his toe into the Eurovision pool uh, back in 2007 with Sarbel's Yasu Maria, which came in seventh place, which was really quite solid. I sell in Arash's Always for Azerbaijan, coming in third place overall. 2012, he came back with uh, for Cyprus, his first time with Cyprus. Uh, Evie Adamu's La La Love, coming in 16th place, and is still still a bop that I think stands today. Uh, mm-hmm. And then since since Fuego, we've also seen him uh, the following year, 2019, with Replay. And he was also one of the co-writers for Ella by Andromachi for Cyprus in 2022, which didn't uh-huh. make it. It was his first he, time not making it. He really likes to write this one song. Uh, and I and I, <laughs> I can't blame him. It's still so funny to me that he did basically the same song, called it Replay. <laughs> and and it's just great. He, he's, he's got some good experience outside of Eurovision as well. He's worked with Enrique Iglesias. He's worked with Jennifer Lopez. As a song, uh, as a songwriter, a number of others. He's also a, a, an associate of Red One, the guy who basically launched Lady Gaga's career and produced Just Dance and Poker Face and a number of other early ones for her. So this this guy's got a good uh, pedigree. I also I hadn't realized this. He is also the guy who wrote "Cool Me Down," yeah, uh, by yeah. Uh, Margaret, which was a Polish. Uh, also ran in I think 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, a song that by absolutely all rights should have won that national final. And had it won that national final, I think would have really shaken up how that contest played out because that song was phenomenal. And that, that really tracks to me that, that we had this amazing trop pop sort of a, sort of a banger uh, that got so close and it would have been one of the favorites that year if I'm being honest, if it had made it to, to Eurovision. And, and well, if it, I recall correctly, during the national final, Poland was really high up on the betting odds that year. And as soon as they announced that the winner, uh, what was his name? Michael Sparrow. Oh, the, Sp- Michael Spach. the Spach. Spach, yeah. Spach. Yeah. He, as soon as they announced him Spach. as the winner, Poland just dropped like 15 places. So yep. people yeah. people heard Margaret and they thought, oh, this is this has winter written on it. Oh, it, it absolutely did. It wasn't a, it wasn't a great live performance. I know that. But really the song was just so good. 
it seemed like it it just it just had to by the way spock is my favorite character on star trek uh <laughs> the uh <laughs> moving on uh he on really the topic uh, on the topic of betting odds this is an incredible thing that uh that i did not know until we had the the, the esc 250 recently there was a there was a tweet from oh why did i close the tab i need to find it again no i don't it's right here uh our buddy dale from aussie vision oh yeah noted that that uh before getting to lisbon i don't know exactly when this screenshot is from but there was a point before rehearsals uh where cyprus was not even in the odds to to qualify like fuego was was just another it was it's just a song. It, it it wasn't really getting much attention at all. Uh, fun fact: When we're old, also not favored to qualify. Uh, Ireland, Ryan O'Shaughnessy, not favored to qualify. That's not a huge surprise. Uh, and Mall was second to the bottom <sighs> to to Ooh. qualify. Uh, coming back from there, so that's that's four at least four qualifiers that uh, that that didn't get there. God, and this semifinal is just nuts. We it, it the toy was in this. Nicholas mm-hmm. Joseph lied to me was in this. Laforza was mm-hmm. in this. A matter of time was was a sure qualifier and didn't make it. Oniromu was a sure qualifier and didn't make it. Equinox Bones was that year. Caesar Samson was in this semifinal. Uh, we had uh, Kami or Wind from Armenia <laughs> that that didn't make it. Uh, X My Heart was quote unquote probably through. Didn't make it. Uh, mm-hmm. The the semi is the semi is ridiculous, and and Fuego was thirteenth in mm. in those odds, uh, and and I remember yeah. I, I I I mean we we had a Eurovision party that year. I don't remember thinking thinking that much of it. Uh, no, it's, I think it the general like the general vibe was okay. This is a fine dance pop song. There, but there wasn't anything really that made it that made it stand out there wasn't anything that made it any different from all of the other female-led dance pop songs that we'd had in the past of which there were a ton that year too we did our deep dive on 2018 and fuego isn't exactly like them but there were at least six or seven of these very euro dance songs that all seem to have the same structure and the same kind of melodic tone to them too i don't know if this one is too different other than it has that tropical feel but Mm. 2018 was a rather homogenous year (laughs) you know what made this stand out yeah i guess i i mean that's my question sam and derek you were there in in lisbon i i what happened that's the question. <laughs> like what what happened I, I guess let's let's start with this for the two of you what was the moment or like was there a particular incidence i guess where you were like wait a minute there's something here i mean it was her honestly it was it was her performance it was the hair it was the outfit it was the confidence you know oftentimes we'll see you know, these upbeat, highly choreographed numbers, and they just kind of feel dime a dozen. But what elevates it is the performance of the lead. And she was able to have really solid vocal control throughout a highly, highly choreographed number. Uh, It was accessible. It was 
incredibly sexy without being without being Somebody. yeah basically without being brilliant <laughs> yes i mean it wasn't it wasn't you didn't feel dirty watching it you know it was yeah this not, might not uh, slushy, I, but, I wonder you know, if this I wonder if this might be enlightening, but a, a sentiment that I recall from that Eurovision party, which was a big one that year, as I recall. Yeah, that was your first, right? Yeah, that was my first. That was when I walked in and saw Toy happening. I think the sentiment was that she was kind of like a bargain version of Beyonce. I, I really remember that being our American sentiment being voiced a lot. And it's like, if if you are if you are a European though, that's is that almost like a, a a moment of pride? I think it's an immense compliment to even be able to mention Elena Ferrari and and Beyonce in the same sentence. But For, but that's Elena Ferrera. Ferrera. So so did I say Ferrero? Yes, it's pronounced Ferrari. It's, it's Remo Ferrero Rocher. Yeah, yeah, Enzo Ferrari. <laughs> It's pronounced Lamborghini. Yeah. So Adam Driver's going to play her in the film of her. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I hope so. Put him in a wig. He can pull it off. Mm -hmm. He doesn't need a wig. That man's right. going to have hair until he's like 60. And it's going to yeah. be jet black the whole time. I mean, yeah, uh, the, the song did have, I mean, it has the, the, the hairy, hairyography. The hairyography, uh, yes. And, <laughs> uh, and it has, at least live, there's sort of the, 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 the one piece single lady sort of a sort of vibe a little bit sort of i yeah I sort guess of. i can kind of see that but yeah it, it, i don't i didn't think didn't think much of it. it it's it's wild that it just jumped and jumped i want to say i remember i i was i was i did not watch the 2018 final live i was staffing a quiz bowl tournament i remember but i remember watching it closely uh, and looking at the betting odds for 2018. And I think by the time we got to the end, it was neck and neck between yeah. Toy and, and Fuego. Um, well, Fuego actually overtook Toy, I think, at the end, ultimately. Why did it do? So? Why did it jump up? I think it's a testament to what the difference a live performance can make. And this was a culmination of multiple things that all were working at the same time. So... Mm -hmm. The song was good, but I don't think anyone really expected Cypress to do anything remarkable. Mm -hmm. But then we had Salsa John Baptiste do the staging, which was incredible. They had choreography and singing at the same time, which we very rarely see. The uh, actual singer, you know, doing putting on really impressive moves. There was actual fire pyrotechnics, which were really cool. I mean, it's just mm -hmm. everything about it worked. And it was you saw the effort she was putting into it. And I think people really appreciated that. I don't know if this how much this played into it. There is a sense of it was kind of an underdog that year because when Toy came out, it was the number one song forever. Like everyone just assumed it was going to win. And then the second there was a potential other winner, it made the contest more interesting at the very least. Like cha-cha-cha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you look yeah. at the odds, wildly enough, Cyprus did overtake Israel at the end. Odds of Cyprus winning were thirty-seven percent to Israel's twenty-four percent. So it didn't That's just overtake it. them. It, I mean, it's a pretty significant jump considering. Why didn't it pan out? I think. I mean, if you look at the actual scores, it it wasn't as close as you might think. Like they didn't really lose by like twenty points. It was like a hundred points spread. Oh yeah, toy so, toy won comfortably. Yeah, I think, kind of like what I said before. 
the contest seems to favor songs that fit into that one hit wonder mold where it's flashy and it's immediate. Like the first time you hear it, you want to listen to it again and again. Yeah. Yeah. But as time goes on, it just, you very quickly lose interest in it. And I think those kinds of songs are tailor made for contests like this because it's the first time you're hearing it. Most likely maybe the second or third and it's, it's really hot and cool. Yeah. And that's going to fade off. It, but it doesn't matter if it fades off tomorrow because today you're voting for it. Flash and trash. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing with Fuego is that it's it's a great song. It's a great, great package. But it was, you know, we've seen even really, really good straightforward pop dance numbers. Mm-hmm. It's something that it's good. It's comfortable. People obviously voted for it. But Toy had a lot of the elements that made Fuego Fuego in the fact that it was bright, it was high energy, it was, you know, engaging, but there was something weird about it. It was the beatboxing, yeah. it was the, mm-hmm. the, the the chicken, <laughs> it was, it was... Oh, it leaned into the weird so hard, it, too. Yeah, like, it knew people, that was an asset. Yeah, and people responded to that. It was, it was what went viral. It was what, you know, people all over the continent, it's like, oh, that's the weird one. I remember that one. And I think that... Fuego, as strong as an entry as it was, it didn't have that weird factor that made casual viewers, especially casual viewers of Eurovision who watch it for the weird. Yeah. I think that's that's the difference that a, that a song like Cha 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 has up on in this uh, in this sort of analogy. Cha 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 is a little bit weird. It's 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 quite oh, weird. It's that man, weird. That man is a weird little goblin running around. Uh, uh, Elaine yeah. Ferreira is not a weird little goblin. That is, she is uh, presentable as any uh, global pop star could be. She she looks the part. She dances the part. She sings the part. That is just uh, that is that is just how this song was. And I, I think over time, enjoying a kind of top 40 radio hit is a lot easier than enjoying uh, what almost feels like a novelty song now, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I think Toy has a lot of novelty aspects to it. It did, though, have a message that yeah, was yeah. kind of relatable in terms of everybody knows a stupid boy. You know, <laughs> oh, for real, like, like it, like, yes, uh, it, it was a, I feel it like was I know good, three of them. Uh, name names, name no, names. don't. It was a good feminist message. That is a good combination of like the weird one hit wondery thing, but then also, like, hey, yeah, that boy is stupid. <laughs> I think there was a certain, uh, a certain element of people because of its. Uh, because of its socio-political message, no matter how simple it is, it, it it felt good to vote for Toy, I think, at the time. It felt good to say, yeah, I'll put Toy at my number one. I, I think it, it, it may not be my absolute favorite song of all time, but I appreciate what it's doing. And God, if that doesn't sort of spell a win a lot of the time, you know? Mm. It, it, if it feels good to vote for the song. Hmm. Looking back, it's like, like I said, Fuego was one of a number of these upbeat kind of let's dance in a dark club kind of songs. Fuego has something different, though, and it's that that it's that slight uh, ethnic beat with that uh, that what is that wind instrument or that horn or that synthesized that synthesized sound that is playing during the throwdown in the chorus, you know, during the dance break. What is that? That's a tuba. (laughs) 
that is I, I, <laughs> the Octo it's, Bassoon. It's the the <laughs> just imagining eight bassoons attached together. Yeah. In a... <laughs> How do you arrange them? Is it in like a wheel or is it in like as like a bassoon? Anyway, let us know at one two points USA how you would arrange the Octo Bassoon. <laughs> Uh, this is important. <laughs> yeah, the 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 ethno horn, what, what mm-hmm. whatever of whatever flavor it is. That yeah, there are so many. There are so many of those. Uh, and so it's just, like, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I think it's a fun joke and all, but I'm gonna jump on something that Danny just said. It feels good to vote for it. Is such a good uh, analysis of several of the winners from the last like decade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stephanie, you look back on it, it's like, oh wow, these songs. Yeah, Stephanie, all... that's that's huge. It's like not yeah. only is it a good song, but like you feel good voting. I'm helping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or 1944. It's, it's simple yeah. to say, but like that's the truth. It, yeah. it that Danny, you you've cracked a code here. I think. Yeah. I think he has actually. Uh, yeah. But, that, yeah. but wow. I think I think too we need to remember. Lamar? In a in a contest setting, is not the same as a a top hit radio song. That's right. Setting. Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah, she has Very a Beyonce true. quality to her. I absolutely agree with that. But I don't know if Beyonce is the kind of person you want to send to the Voice or something. Like she has a star quality to her, but she doesn't have that you know flash in the pan kind of feel. Like it's some it's something you'd savor more. I that's a weird way to put it, but I feel like Fuego has this has a quality to it that when it comes on the radio. You'd listen to it, You're like ah, but you wouldn't necessarily yeah. vote for it. Like, what am I getting voting for Fuego? Not, not much really. But I'd buy the exactly. album. I'd go to the concert. I'd listen to it on the radio. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, it's it's strange to say. We usually have that kind of analysis for a song that's a lot like junk food, but like the, the Fuego <laughs> is is definitely not junk food. It's just that it's not memey. It's not. You know, it it doesn't have a strange novelty to it. It's so bizarre to say a song like Fuego is unassuming compared to other things from Eurovision. But it's just like Fuego is just it's Fuego is straightforward is what it is. But there I, was I think, a meme. Yeah, there's, there's a meme yes, moment that I, yes, think that I think you're you're dancing around here. There was a meme. Okay, moment, yes, but I that's not part of the song of, itself. But, but we I, must talk I, no, about but, it. <laughs> I think a lot of the the press attention and the sort of attention that was paid to it can sort of be tied to an interview that she had and somebody asking her, so what does this yeah, yeah, fuego mean? <laughs> and she literally just kind of looks at the guy and just goes, yeah, yeah, fire. And it became a thing. It's just <laughs> utterly baffled by the question. I love I vaguely recall with like interviews and stuff that she was always very like bubbly and approachable. That she, she was a great interview. Yeah. She seemed really nice. I generally, mean, I, I don't know if her English was a hundred percent, which is probably why she got a little hung up on the "what does yeah yeah fuego" mean. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I think sure that was a language issue asking, with the interviewer too. Yeah, I that's think a, the that's kind of a bad question. Asking but. her, you know, what is it like emotionally, like trying to What's talk the about, song about? Like, the inner fire, you know. <laughs> What Not is literally that what drive? does the word fuego mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, but yeah, th- that just took off because the the there was there were she was, she was just baffled uh, at the at the at the question, and, and, and I think she even like like spoke out afterwards because people were dunking on the person that had asked this question, and she was like, "Please be nice to this person. They're just you know they're doing their job. They're you know it was." It was a fun interview, that that sort of thing. So yeah. she was she was really cool about it. Cool. <laughs> cool. We need to stop. No. 
<laughs> Never. No. I'm way up, and I'm I mean... not coming down. <sighs> uh... So to, to, it, it's it's free. I'll say this about the song: it's free, despite a question like that. Of a lot of the uh, sort of uh, clunky English translation things, like. It might have some odd turns of phrase, but these lyrics, which are all in English except for, you know, Fuego, mm. they they work. You might not necessarily be singing along to them, but it's like they fit the mood perfectly. Like, this is an extremely well-constructed song, even though it has a, a template that has now been used so much that we sort of take it for granted. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the first Fuego, which is kind of ironic. Uh, uh, I was going to say, are there any in the immediately preceding years that sort of strike you as a Fuego? Sort of strike you as having this, uh, you know, we have a nice uh, sort of a, uh, uh, not like positive, but like a very powerful kind of chorus that then just like goes right into dance and then right back into the music again. Absolutely. Like this does. There was, there yeah. was a, a run where where three of those songs won in a, in, in a row. That I feel like in the early early two thousands is 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 that was is this what Turkey? Is this, I'm was. trying to yeah, that, mm-hmm. that, that, uh, every way that I can by Turkey. Right. Then mm-hmm. you had uh, Ukraine with Wild Dances. My number one from Greece. Oh, for my a long time, one. that was yeah. what Eurovision was in a lot of people's eyes, and it took Hard Rock Hallelujah, I think, to snap people away from thinking that Eurovision is pop. But for mm-hmm. a long time, songs like Fuego were the contest bread and butter. It was that or a ballad, you know, it, it just, yeah. Or our love, love peace piece. Yeah. 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 So it, it's, it's not a new formula. It was just a smoothed out, perfected formula. And, you know, Danny, you were saying that the contest that year had a lot of upbeat dance songs. However, a lot of them didn't qualify. Yes. Yeah. We talked about that when we talked about 2018 is that despite the fact that that sort of seemed to be in the zeitgeist, a lot of them that seemed more like DJ club dance hits were totally discarded in the semifinals. Absolutely. I mean, or even mid-tempo empowerment songs, a lot of those were were dropped as well. I think, you know, Taboo kind of fell into that. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, San Marino, who we are, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. Or we're not for the robots. Uh, you can argue, uh, even though it wasn't dance, it was it was more pop rock, but Zibs fell at that. IQ, mm-hmm. which was, you know, eight different genres in one, lost and found. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Fuego, Fuego took something very traditional very familiar i feel like they definitely elevated it like it's like one of the best possible versions of that you could possibly get Mm -hmm. and i feel like it that's what made it really stand out versus a lot of the other ones which honestly in retrospect felt very generic and uninspired Mm -hmm, this one i mean Mm -hmm. it's it's a weird comparison but i it's like the john wick of it like at its heart it's just kind of a generic love song but God, it is so polished and so professional and it looks yeah, so it's, good. It's you doing just a few it. things slightly different and extremely well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, yeah, and, and just it also did everything right. Modern. Yeah. O- only songs since that I think have even come close. I mean, you've got slow-mo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think oh, absolutely. really, really Unicorn. nailed it. I don't know if Unicorn is quite the same. You don't? Uh, uh, I, yeah, I, kind I of. could absolutely put that in the same bucket. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the other one that comes to mind is is perhaps the best Dude Fuego, which is She Got Me. 
Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a mash them up together and it's really mm -hmm. not hard. And people have. Oh yeah, it's it's been done. Mm -hmm. you can I, find it. It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone had mentioned that that Fuego did a good job of doing the choreo and the and the singing at the same time, uh, yeah. which like yeah. Unicorn didn't do as as much. Uh, I I I hadn't really thought about it, but like there's some really cool dance stuff in She Got Me. None of it is at the same time as oh, no. as, oh, no. as the lyrics because the 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 chorus is just dirty dancing, uh, and he stops dancing for just like one second so we can sing that and then back to twirling or whatever and and uh twirling twirling and, twirling, twirling towards the in unicorn she practically asks her backup dancers to hold her earrings you know like that <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i think there's definitely some appreciation among the fans for people who can do that level of physicality and i know it's insanely difficult and it's a massive risk to say i'm going to sing and dance at the same time and do moves it, that it are is, legitimately it is difficult. Physically, very hard to do because yeah. you're 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 using your lungs for two things at once, basically. Just physically, yep. like it's it's a I lot. I mean, I I appreciate the hell out of anyone who even tries to do that. I I mean, oh, it's it's weird talking about this. I think even though Fuego, I guess, didn't do as well as people might have expected. I feel like a song like this could absolutely win fairly easily in the right context. Like any year, a song like this is going to win again. And we're going to be kind of back to those, what, late 90s sort of styles yeah. <laughs> songs, which I'm maybe. perfectly fine with, honestly. But maybe not all of them. <laughs> <sighs> Fuego. Yeah, yeah. She Fire. got me. <laughs> <laughs> Replay. Mm -hmm. Replay? <laughs> it was called Replay. <laughs> I mean, we haven't even mentioned El Diablo yet either. Yeah, which oh, was another that, one. God, yeah, they really were trying to make it work again. Cyprus, the next two years, really just—it was like they were like, we came so close with Fuego. Let's see if we can get even closer with exactly the same sort of song. Mm -hmm. Diablo and uh, Replay were exceptionally well done for what they were. I mean, they weren't to the finals and they were liked. Yep. yep. Yeah. They looked and they looked incredible. Like they had good staging, good choreography. I mean, yeah, they're not like the most brilliant songs ever, but no, I think no. they were well sung for the most part. Mm -hmm. It's it would be one thing if they were just like, well, let's just send the Fuego again and they just kind of half ass it. I mean, they didn't do that. They were legitimately trying with, you know, the same template. So yeah, I, I think they maybe suffered a little bit from from feeling the slightest bit derivative. But I, I think if you look at like slow mo and I guess unicorn as well, it, they don't feel super derivative of Fuego, even though they're they're kind of sort of cut from the same cloth. But they they're they're doing it in in more unique ways. So I'm I'm curious okay. to see what it's going to take. And I agree that at some point one of these things is just going to win. But wh yeah. what's it going to take? How is it going to have to tweak the formula? to to get to to number one and honestly some of it is context i mean I mean, yeah. I mean slow-mo yeah. just wasn't going to win because it was 2022 uh and kalush was going to just bowl everyone over unicorn like just about every song not named tattoo or cha-cha-cha just wasn't going to get a ton of love this past year because everyone was behind those two songs. I kind of for resent sure. both of those songs for it in in, in a way. That, that, I mean, look at like 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 uh Promise by Voyager. Uh mm -hmm. now that we're completely off topic. It won its semifinal and got squat 
in the finals because all of those people were trying to beat Lurie, basically. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I understand it's a contest. This is just how it works. But there were so many songs that deserved so much more love than they got. And it just they they didn't have a prayer because it really came down to that two horse race. So so it, is it going to take a year where that's not the case? Where where just a really really good I think a combo just just gets there. Yeah. I think a combo, uh, and I think for a song like this, which has now become uh, quite ingrained into the landscape of the contest, I think that if we had a really great fuego, uh, say a fuego level fuego, uh, if it came from a surprising spot, I think that's what would do it. If we had a fuego come from someplace that wasn't known for doing this sort of thing, you know. Fuego comes out of France, you know. What? How? How odd would that be? How crazy would that be? It's not happening this year, but you know, nope. it, it <laughs> might. Unless that revamp is really it. wild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not write that off. <laughs> yeah, stranger stuff has happened. Yeah. I don't think, though, I mean, the fact that it came out of Cyprus, I don't think anyone would have expected that, but it did exceptionally well. And then Slow Mo came out from Spain, the country that you would think would produce a song like this, oh, yeah. and also did exceptionally mm-hmm. well. I don't think it matters where it comes from. People just sort of like that kind of thing. If a song like this can come out of nowhere, I mean, legitimately, no one was giving this the time of day before the contest. I think it's possible any country could do it, but it's going to take a lot of different pieces working at the in in tandem mm. like with fuego we didn't care about it until we saw it live and then everything came together it's the performer it's always yeah. the performer yeah you gotta you think let three would have done that well if they weren't as bonkers <laughs> as they are you think cha 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 wouldn't have done as well as it would if Kario wasn't as it was bonkers it was him. crazy and great well, and i mean as he is mm. i mean look at tattoo that's a per- perfectly so fine song, really well performed. No one else is winning the contest with it. And it, it, it went from being a good song and a good performance to being undeniable. Mm, and yeah. that's what needs to happen with a the the winning fuego, as it were. Just really quickly, I would say it was really nice having another song come up in the odds and give Toy a run for its money. Because going into the contest, assuming, well, it's just going to be Toy, so why are we even bothering? Yeah. Honestly, the lead up to the contest was kind of boring with an assumed winner. <laughs> but honestly, and, like, and, I... and other years previous to like arcade, everyone knew arcade was going to win. It was never in question. And it was just kind of like, OK, well, what are we doing here then? I mean, we I feel like we who we who are in the bubble and are on site will often come in saying, oh, it's going to be X or Y. And then we spent the next however long we are in the press center figuring out how any other song can win. <laughs> Here's and how that happened, can that happened again this year. Yeah, that's job. <laughs> it's like I, I've been doing this long enough that I, I know how to rationalize for any other song to win. But if somebody said, hey, Sam, who's going to win this? I'm like, it's, it's going to be Loreen. It, it's mm-hmm. like you can you can rationalize anything, but you just know what the narrative is going to be. And I, I love a year that's not the case. I don't know what else there is is to say. It's at, uh, I think we can account for why Fuego couldn't surmount Toy, but I I still think that we have a strange, inexplicable lightning in a bottle with with Fuego itself. Just that it was really well done. D- you know, down on paper, it's hard to see why it has the staying power it does, and why it is just so. Is it 
Is it just that we finally got the perfect tempo, the perfect song, the perfect lyrics, the perfect performer? Did we just all get them together and 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 create and create fuego? This thing that everyone's trying to emulate? Like I I, yeah. I, I still can't really account for what makes it fuego. I think it's just it's just what you said. It's everything worked. And it's not and like I said before, it's not doing anything really special. It's just doing everything you're familiar, but doing it exceptionally well. Mm-hmm. And there mm-hmm. is a place for something like that. I mean, it's hard to come up with new, innovative anything nowadays because we have decades and decades of music to look back on. Right. But if someone can come out with something familiar and put some kind of polish on it, I think that's really going to stand out. It's impossible to to sort of create a song that feels so right of for the time and like really like it belonged on radio you can't write directions on how to make a song that feels fun and genuine like you just can't create that it's just that this song (laughs) did that it didn't really have any veneers it didn't have any aspirations to anything better than being a great dance song people responded to it it was just it was just perfectly done i will say there was one imperfection in the song that at least in its early stages that I'm very happy that they, that they were able to tweak. And this is why we have rehearsals. Oh, it's that fart noise in the second chorus. (laughs) You're not as far far off off. as you think. Wait for real. (laughs) This is the, this is the CGI looking like it's coming out of her ass, right? Oh, that's right. right. And then it kind of, then it kind of went the wrong direction. It looked like it was coming out of her armpits for a little while. (laughs) I'm like, okay, so is this a dance pop song or is it a Preparation H ad? Is it a, is it, you know. Ooh. It was further, it looks like Yosemite itch. Sam getting mad. Just it, fuego. It has to be done just right. And this is why we have rehearsals. And this is why many <laughs> why didn't of those anyone rehearsals check? aren't open to the public. <laughs> Nobody check on how tall Elaney is. We didn't, we didn't measure this out at any point. It's fine. It's fine. Tiny. It's, it's fine. It's I just, yeah. I just love that story. <laughs> all right all right let's let's uh let's let's call it there i think um social media one two points usa or 12 points from america check us out on on instagram uh we have a video we haven't talked about it on the show but take take a look at some of the stuff that's been going on with uh, the minnesota timberwolves and zoe Clozier, a match oh, made yeah. in heaven we'll we'll talk about this more at some point it's it's a it's a developing story but mm. but ch- check out Check that out and, and kind of see what happened. Uh, it's some of our most viral content we've ever had uh, just kind of happened to happen, which was kind of cool. So your season tickets are paying off, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, everybody, I mean, we'll see you next episode. We'll see you next week. Until then, y'all, I've been Samantha. I've been Derek. I've been Eric. And I've been Danny. And America. Stop. Fire.